The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Motherfucking Saturday, cause stupid David is going to Korea. It's Japan, you racist bastard. Oh, you stupid idiot. Well, you told me Korea. I maybe I did. <laughs> <laughs> My ADHD is severe. Is there a layover in Korea or something? No, no, no. I probably just said Korea because I'm an idiot. Oh, okay. Facts. Mariel needs to come to terms that I have clinically diagnosed ADHD now. Doesn't she, does she not accept it? I think it's hard for her to accept because, you know, you were saying that they think it's like an excuse. An excuse, yeah. But I was telling her, I was trying to dis- tell her this, it's like, if you think it's annoying, imagine how annoying it is for me. Like, yes. Like, I don't think you understand. And so what I, I started telling her the story about, I was like, listen, 
I don't think you understand, like, for me, how frustrating it was as a kid, especially because I grew up, you know, traditional Asian, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, I remember as a kid, like, even in elementary school, sitting around, watching other kids, like, study and draw and write shit, and they would be so focused. And Mm. I would, like, get mad at myself because I couldn't do what they were doing. Mm. I was like, how come I can't just, like, be like them? Why can't Mm. I just fucking focus? And I would feel stupid my Mm -hmm. whole life. You know what I mean? You're like... What is wrong with me? Yeah, like, what the fuck is wrong? Why can't I do this? And then, you know, I told her, you don't know what that feels like. Mm. And so I gave her this example. <laughs> I got hella frustrated. I was like, let me let me tell you something. It took me four hours yesterday to get a memory card for my room. Oh, you told me the story. You know what I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. And she wouldn't fucking understand. And so, like, I'm like, listen, if you're annoyed, I'm ten times more annoyed. And I don't like this. Man, look, well, side note, a drawing was one of the only things I could I could focus on when I was younger. I just, you know, once I, I honed in on something, I'd be there for hours, right? So that's the one thing, too. Like, do you remember when you were in school? Like, I almost paid attention better when I was drawing something. Like if they were, if like the teacher was talking and I was just like doodle something. Oh yes. I could pay attention better. Yes. If you look at my old notebooks, all doodles up and down the fucking margins in the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if I couldn't do that and I would just try to focus on them, the conversation in my head was focus, focus, mm. focus, focus. And then I wouldn't learn fucking anything. Man, look, um, me and Chia actually got into a little bit of a, not a fight, but a tiff because <laughs> when she was a... Like, just super pissed that I wasn't flushing my poops. <laughs> I was like, you know, this is when I first brought up, maybe I have ADHD and I should get diagnosed. And she was kind of like, babe, come on. Like, like, like it was an uh. excuse. And I got pissed because I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what is, I don't want to leave my shits for you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't want you to walk in on my poops. You think this is something I'm proud of? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't like this either, baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, pro- it's probably worse for you. Okay, I get that, right? <laughs> but like, this is not something I want to do. So I had to have this, I had to be like, yo, like, I know you think I'm just trying to like find an excuse for this shit, but like honestly, like I don't want this. Like I hate it. I think, I, it's, so I, I think it's so stupid. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. You know, like I don't want you fucking walking in on my poops, my huge, amazing, beautiful poops. <laughs> like, you just look at the camera in your house, and as you walking into the bathroom, seeing your poop coming out, going, "Why? <laughs> I'm stupid." There were so many times I walk in, I'm like, "Oh, thank God, I found this before she did." Flush. <laughs> oh, I found one too. Remember? Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, guy, I, I found your treasure." Have your treasure? Find your treasure. <laughs> um, let's before we keep going. Um, Let's uh, have a drink. I I was very sleepy driving up here, so I was like, let me Uber eat some uh, fucking coffee. You wanted a cold brew? That's dope because um, since it's uh, AAPI month. um, Is it? Isn't it? It's like AAPI Heritage Month. I don't celebrate that shit. (laughs) This is um, a cognac made by some Cambodians. It's called Golden Watt. Cognac. Ooh, um, and they sent what me, the uh, what, what the fuck? That would have been better. Sorry, guys. In your face. <laughs> <laughs> it is a VSOP. A what is a temple, if you didn't know. Oh, well, that's disrespectful. I'm yeah, so you sorry. motherfucker. That's why I was like, let me make sure he knows. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. What the fuck? <laughs> so they sent me the, look, the last time they sent me this shit, we were drinking it on No Chaser. We were playing like uh, Truth or Drink or some shit like that for like a little bonus episode. And I got so drunk that night. So we're going to chill, but we're going to have a little bit of it because they sent me the VS- VSOP. I like the color. The, the color top with the gold foil. It's pretty fire. It's very, uh, it also feels very Asian, right? Yeah. This is a Southeast Asian. Shout out to my Cambodian. Shout out to my Lao peoples. Uh, and of course, my Thai people. Um, and there's a, a few different things we can do here, right? Because we got the cold brew. 
I actually Googled. A lot of people have done cognac and coffee. Um, I think, and I also came across a recipe that was coffee, cognac, and Coke, which is, I think, feels like it makes sense to me, right? So I'm going to try that out. We also have Baileys if you want to stick with what I'm going to stick with the Baileys and you give sense. your go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. And if you like it, I'll give yours a try. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so uh, I'm going to put this coffee in here. I'm going to do a bit of... Cognac. Cognac. Um, and then I'm going to add I like a how it already made that sound, and then you overrode it with your sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna mix that up a little bit with that swirl around. I wanna see you try that shit. Okay. And just for anyone trying this at home, I um add, there's a little already honey sweetener in this cold brew, okay? Mm-hmm. Try that on for size. It doesn't not make sense. Like it kinda it works. I wouldn't have it again, <laughs> but I get it. Here's the thing. I've kind of been on this kick already. Like, um, people think it's weird. Whenever I make it, um, I rarely come across someone that fucks with it, but I've been mixing cold brew and Sprite as well as cold brew and uh, Coke and cold brew and Dr. Pepper. Cold brew and Sprite, I get it because, I, you know, I like um, uh, cold brew tonics. Ah. So that makes sense. Okay. That's interesting. You know what this needs? What? Some more cognac. Yes. Okay. And Goddamn. Uh, okay. Um, I'm out the house. You know, um, I got to turn up with you before, you know, because you're going to be in Korea for two months. So Just you're taking care of babies, looking all exhausted as shit. Do I look exhausted? I mean, <laughs> that video of you doing the interview with Veda crying and you holding Q. <laughs> Stressed me the fuck out. <laughs> I've never been so stressed in my life. She's just like talking to you. Yeah, so like, how? Okay. And you're just, Daddy! <laughs> I know. I was fucking screaming her eyes. Yeah. Her, her little, and her, then Tia comes in, tries to take her away. Yeah, man. Yeah. It was, um, and, the, and the thing about it is, you know, because um, I was holding Q for the interview because I knew, um, the thing is that interview was when was going on when it's just about Veda's nap time. So I kind of got to handle Q so Veda can handle, so Chia can handle Veda's nap time, right? So I'm rocking him. He's knocked the fuck out in my arms. But I know that sometimes Veda has been getting a little a little jealous, right? When 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 she sees us holding the baby for too long. So when she was trying to be all up in my shit for the interview, I wasn't gonna say no because I didn't want to reject her in that moment, right? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, baby, crawl up in this shit. But she is trying to like help me out and take Veda away. But she's just like. I would have been a little pissed. I'm like, oh, well, guess what? When grandpa's here, you don't ever do this shit. <laughs> I'm over here fucking number two. Oh, dog. Since Chia's uh, dad went back to Canada, Veda loves me again. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> she fucking, all of a sudden, when grandpa's here, she just goes, Nyah. yeah. No, I, I'm definitely a second fiddle, you know? <laughs> That's like a crazy deal. I would be so mad. Oh, now you want daddy, huh? I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'll, t I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm like, yes, you love me you again. Little shit. <laughs> she loves me so much now. It's awesome. Um, we have a, a lot of food. Uh, as I was, because I, I didn't have lunch. Did you have lunch? No, I, I, 
I did, but I'm hungry again. Bailey's and coffee is fantastic, by the way. It's I a, could have this forever. It's supposed to be. Yeah. That's, that's the shit. That's what it's made for. Yeah, that's I've, what it's made for. I love alcohol. Um, we also have sandwiches because I was just checking out options around here. And the whoever took this place's pictures for their Uber Eats Postmates selections took great pictures because these fucking sandwiches looked bomb. Let's see it. These are sandwiches from Giamella's. Giamella's subs, pizza, and pasta. We got a... Oh, I, that sounds so fucking New York. It's going to be delicious. right? We got a pastrami. Pastrami and mustard. And cheese. And we got a motherfucking... Oh, no, this is the pastrami. And then we got a fucking Philly beef uh, red... Chili pep, red uh, bell pepper, fuss, something. <laughs> Have you ever had a thweebs? <laughs> <laughs> you know when you, 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 you when you do that, do that, do that. <laughs> that shit is real, dude. Oh, let's uh, split up a hair. You have a half for the mile and you have a half for the you. So the pastrami, look, that one has no cheese. This pastrami does have cheese because I was like, one of these motherfuckers, I got to keep the cheese on. God damn it, stupid paper. And oh. we got some pepperoncinis if you want to add a pepperoncinis. <laughs> I wonder if Italian people get upset when people <laughs> do that. Oh, and then we got a red pepper, red about pepper mayonnaise. Uh, did you watch the Mario movie? Yes, I did. Did you like how they handled that? I'll tell you this. We're going to do a full breakdown, but I'm just going to give you a general gist of this, right? Mm -hmm. Nostalgia points hits everything. Yeah, bow, yeah. Bow, bow, bow. Great. Message for children, fucking terrible, by the way. What's the message? The message is, is that you can try your best and your hardest, and it's not enough. You have to save the fucking world, and then your dad will approve what you'll do. Like, what he was doing in the beginning was more than enough. Mm. He was pursuing his dreams. He invested everything in what he was doing, right? His family made fun of him, called him a piece of shit. Then he goes, saves the world, and he gets fame, and then his dad goes, I'm proud of you. <laughs> fucking terrible message. It was the worst. Well, look. In a generation of motherfucking participation trophy little pussy ass kids, sometimes they need a reminder that they need <laughs> the best dad in the world, Bill Cosby. Oh God, cause bees create honey, honey, the best Jessica Alba movie, movie, moving companies, U-Haul, U-Hauls. My throat is sore from the poison that I consume, consume, dip my tacos in the birria. Roll my R's because I'm cultured. Inflate my ego like yeast in bread. That's a culture. Whoa. <laughs> yeast infection. Too much moisture in your panties. <laughs> Disgusting. Really Too much moisture <laughs> in the pantry. Cookies have gone bad. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Which one you tried? I tried the pastrami's fucking fire. Oh. Um. I'm also going to add a little pepperoni. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to add a pepperoni on there. Big ass pepperoni. Mm -mm. Get out of here. You got to tell me pastrami. Come on. <laughs> that spoken word was going so well until you swung it back to yeast infection. I know. <laughs> I was like, I got to eat, bro. <laughs> Ye oh. 
I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never seen you react that way to good food. <laughs> Ew, <laughs> this is delicious. <laughs> it was, it kind of threw me off. <laughs> Yeah, this tastes amazing. <laughs> hey, what the fuck? <laughs> Damn good. Yeast infection. I love it. <laughs> Will you marry me? <laughs> Whoa, this is good. This is really good. All right, yo. So, all right. So, if, if anybody wants to, um, if you're in the Burbank area, area, Giamella's, uh, sandwiches, pizzas, pastas, fucking bomb. Oh, I'm also take a bite of this. Uh, the other one, which is a uh, ooh. Bomb, fucking like Philly steak situation. They got this uh, red bell pepper mayo. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a, I'm a dip. Oh God, here, I'll let, here, here, if you want to dip as well. I'm just gonna do this. Mm-hmm. It's probably made more sense. Mmm, 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 mmm. This is bread, man. That's without the cheese. The fucking bread. Mm-hmm. It's, the hoagie is fucking good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you didn't put the melted cheese on this, huh? No, I took it off because I was like, let me get one sandwich without cheese so You're I can really go in. Stupid idiot! Just it's still fire though. It's still really good, <laughs> but now that you said melted cheese, that's all I can think. Of. <laughs> um, I'm gonna get sandwiches from here again. Yeah, uh, uh, totally, hundred percent, totally. You know, sometimes we kind of try these. We we try these rando spots just to have food, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, it's whatever. But this is fucking good. <laughs> this is really good. Right. Shout out to this spot right here. It's like I'm in New York. And I'm walking down the street, and somebody called me a, the F word. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, dog. New York. Um, I love New York. What's this? A little, little vinaigrette situation? They, um, as far as, like, dudes trying to holler at your girl while she's with you, New York, the most disrespectful <laughs> in the game, okay? And I've, I've talked about this on No Chaser before, but. Like, first of all, dudes in L.A. never do this, okay? They might say something like, I remember my boy Petey Flo, you know, he, you know, Mexican, but he looks like a little skinny white boy, right? Mm-hmm. He used to date this this black girl with a big old ass, right? So he would get the occasional comments like, <laughs> he said he was walking through the mall one time and someone was like, he don't know what to do with all that. <laughs> 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 but Peter thought it was funny, right? Yeah. But they would never... Like, really actually try and holler at your chick while you're with her like that, right? When I was in New York, bro, I was talking to this one girl. Um, we're walking, and I'm talking about this dude. As we're walking down the street. Now, mind you, we weren't holding hands or anything, because this was kind of like, we were just kind of like casually talking. It wasn't nothing serious. But she was he was fucking in front of us, walking backwards, trying to holler at her, right? Like Like that. Just ignoring it. And well, no, she was ignoring him, but he was just like, hey, yo, blah, 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 trying to talk to her while she's fucking with me, dog. And um, another time I was walking with this Dominican girl I used to talk to in New York and um, this Dominican dude started speaking Spanish. And I'm like, what do you say? She's like, nothing. I'm like, just tell me. She was like, he was saying you should be with a real man or something like that. I was like, wow, these motherfuckers are disrespectful out here. That's crazy because I'm always trying to figure out, like, I got to <laughs> see that work. You know, yeah, right, right. Like, I, I got to see it work one time. Like I've seen like dudes hollering at a girl, mm-hmm. but mind you, this is back in the day. Mm. And a girl would be like, ah, that's cute or whatever. And I'll be honest with you. Like the guy that was hollering, though, was a really good looking guy, though. Mm. You know what I mean? And that girl was OK looking. Mm. So I, I get that dynamic. You know what I mean? But usually when I see a dude do that, they look fucking 
just gross as fuck. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? And it's like, clearly that girl's like way out of your league. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. look-wise, financially, everything, right? Yeah. She, she probably makes more money than you. She's mm-hmm. better looking. Like, I don't understand what you're offering when you go, hey, 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 where you going with that thing? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to do that. Robin Couch, has Cat Calling ever left you feeling... Uh, has it ever left you with a positive experience getting catcalled? Um, I mean, there have been situations where it, it hasn't necessarily like maybe negatively affected me, mm-hmm. but it for me as somebody who's kind of socially anxious and introverted as it is, it's always a little bit jarring and startling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I listen to a lot of true crime, so my brain does that <laughs> thing of like, oh, he's gonna murder me, <laughs> but. I will say to what you were talking about, that type of interaction where like they don't they catcall and they don't care if you have a guy with you happens a lot near like military training bases. Interesting. Um, I used to date a guy who grew up near San Diego in like the San Marcos area, and that's kind of near like Camp Pendleton. Mm-hmm. And he said, Yeah, if we go into the um Carlsbad area, like those guys, they don't care if you're clearly with me, they will just like fully hit on you. Wow. Well, yeah. that's because they're horny. They haven't seen women in forever. Yeah, and they're just having a rough go of it. We should feel bad for them for sure. Where you go with them, <laughs> with them knockers? I tell you, the nicest guys that ever did that. I was in Vegas. I was walking with Chia, and these dudes, dudes were like, they were just selling some shit on the street, and they stepped out and they were like, "Damn, where you find her at?" <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I'm not mad at that one. I'm like, Canada! <laughs> they got right. good ones out there. Not for real. She a prostitute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> who, who I got to talk to? What street is she on? <laughs> like, Wait a minute. This is way, way different. <laughs> no, no. They know in Vegas. Spring Mountain, How much? Spring Mountain Road is where you go to get your jack off. Okay. <laughs> Was she expensive? <laughs> uh, Rick one time told me, Robin Couch, speaking of big booty white girls, um, he was at at a red light and there was a girl who was, I guess, with her friend and Rick was with his homie in the car. And I was like, hey. And she like looked around and she was like, me? And Rick was like, nice. Talking about her butt. I mean, he's a nice butt. And she was like. Thank you. Oh, my God. (laughs) She just like, I guess she was she wasn't. Uh, I guess you could say she wasn't someone who you would uh, expect to get hit on a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, not your traditionally uh, magazine-esque type woman. Um, you know, here's some fucking money. What? So we were in Hawaii. Yes. Right? <laughs> Mariel is not somebody. There's like something I really appreciated about her. She doesn't really care about what she looks like when she walks outside a lot of the times. Right. Um, obviously, when she's going out doing her stuff, all that stuff is fine. But other times she's she doesn't very dress very revealing but i was telling her one day it's like look your workout clothes are dusty as fuck you got to get some new shit yeah, yeah so we're in hawaii nike was having a sale on a lot of their dope shit it was like when their pastel colors were in mm. and they were switching some of their stuff out i was like damn that's fucking cheap mm-hmm. and she's always about a deal gets their stuff it was fucking dope but it's a little tighter right mm-hmm. but it's cute as fuck mm-hmm. so we're in this hotel these two little young boys they start giggling and laughing and they're staring at her you know her little b-cup booty or whatever whatnot b-cup booty uh, yeah. is so funny <laughs> that's <laughs> that's fucking hilarious she got a little b-cup booty that's great it's one of my favorites by the way of course so her little b-cup booty's out and then these guys are giggling and they're like trying to talk to her or whatever whatnot 
This girl is so fucking innocent. She walk, comes up to me, pissed. I'm like, what's up? What's going on? He goes, those two boys were making fun of me. And I'm like, oh, my God, woman. They weren't making fun of you. <laughs> They're two young boys that were, they thought you were cute. Mm -hmm. And they just don't know how to talk to women. Mm -hmm. She goes, no, they were making fun of me. I'm like, you're a three-year-old. Like, <laughs> how do you not know this? What were they saying? I, she, she wouldn't tell me, but I think, like, I saw the visible interaction. Because I was getting ice cream while yeah. she was waiting in line somewhere else to get, like, coffee. Yeah. And I just saw them, and they're kind of, like, checking her out. And they wanted to say something, but they're young boys. Mm. So they're fucking nervous. Right. I'm like, they're not making fun of you. This isn't, like, a playground. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Those are, like, 15, 16-year-old boys. You know, mm. they, they, were, they thought you were attractive. <laughs> wow, let me tell you, man. Next time I break out my B-cup dick on... Um... <laughs> That's what you gotta tell people. <laughs> what, what dick size are you? So, it's like a B cup uh, dick. It's a B cup dick. Yeah, I mean, it's just right. Um, Dang, nobody complaining. That that is that is adorable. Um, Chia, you know. Nowadays, I feel like. Well, here's the thing. No, no one. You know, Chia nowadays. Now that she's a mom. She don't ever be dressed up like that. You know. Not even in like workout gear, you know. We are, we are, when we're out the house. We are just sweats all day, right? That's because you got, you guys got to be ready. You don't know what's happening. Oh, dog! The other day, <laughs> I put on this fucking nice little Letterman jacket because I was about to go somewhere, but I still needed to hold the baby uh -oh. um, before I was about to leave. And then the baby did a little like, <clears throat> and I was like, oh nope, taking this jacket off. <laughs> hold on a second because it uh, the 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 puke. The puke possibilities are, are real quick. That's what I'm saying. Like, what's the point? Like, you you put yourself together, you get all this nice clothes on, and then five minutes later, barf, drool, snot, pointless. All the things. Shit. And I think that's why I see a lot of, like, some of my older friends that were, like, church friends. Mm. They start uh, dressing up and kind of gaining their independence back when mm. their kids go to school. Mm. Like, they're six, seven, eight, nine years old. And then they start doing their makeup a little more again. Because now it's like, okay, I'm not worried that shit and spit is going to be all over me. Right. And also, like, um, they're all they're all cheating on each other now. A hundred percent. All right, guys, we're going to call our side chicks and we'll be right back. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Oh, I could never have a side chick, dude. I'm too <laughs> nervous. <laughs> you know, it's, well, it's weird to think about that in the time where I feel like the whole concept of, of side chicks, right? I mean, we've been with our women for a long time. But I feel like in the past, like, five years, the concept of side chicks and side dudes has almost become kind of normalized. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, when in, in, like, dating, the dating world, not, like, marriage, but the dating world, it seems like it's kind of like a, I don't know if it's, like, a meme or a joke, but it feels like that's kind of just like, oh, it's a thing. Everyone got a little side, a little side person. I'll say this, like, I was uh, in a studio, right, and all these dudes were talking about, <clears throat> you know, they're all married dudes. But they're talking about their side chicks or whatever. Mm. And I, this is like when I first came to, to Los Angeles and I couldn't wrap my head around it. <laughs> like number one, I grew up in a very Christian household, right? Yeah. So like, I know of this. Oh, you be, you be, you be talking to God and shit? Yeah, all the time, man. I'm like, <laughs> God, these motherfuckers got side chicks, dog. I'm stitching under the God. God is my side chick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No. Oh, God is my main chick and my wife is my side, side chick. <laughs> oh, God, dude. Those, oh, I hate that corny Christian shit, dude. I'm so sorry. Oh. But mm. they're talking about, like, the whole side chick situation, mm. and the conversation comes to me. Mm. And, you know, like, on YouTube, you know, they expect me to have side chicks. And, mm. like, who are your side? I was like, nope, just one. Mm. <laughs> I was like, just, just the one. And, like, not, none at all? I was like, what about when you travel and shit? You don't be out and you do I'm like, nah, I don't. And I felt a little, I, I was the odd man out. That shit stresses me out, man. I feel like, how do you even have time for that? You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of work. Oh, speaking of, oh, dog, speaking of chicks, um, I guess this would be the only time I could talk about this because I filmed an episode of No Chaser recently with my ex. I could never. <laughs> I could fucking never. Yeah, I've been kind of just, I've been kicking the idea around for a while now. Rick thinks it's fucking weird. He's like, why would you want to do that? Once once we break up, 
in my mind, yeah. you got into a terrific, a horrific accident, <laughs> and then you're just never alive. Well, you're and, dead to me. And you know what? And here's the thing: we haven't spoken <clears throat> in literally like I mean, we've we've uh, had some a terrific accident. <laughs> We, an amazing, you've been in an amazing death accident. <laughs> no, I, <clears throat> I haven't seen her in probably like, let's see, I've been with Chia for 12 years. In like 13 years, you know what I'm saying? Like we had a couple of random text exchanges, but I haven't seen her in like 13 years. And um, I don't know how, how much you watched my early YouTube shit, but for the first like four years of YouTube, she was a big part of my YouTube content. When I when I met you, were you still with her? When we filmed, was that Paul Kim's video yeah. or a little craze video? Uh, Paul Kim. You guys might have <sighs> just broken up then. Um, I think we were broken up because I remember. <clears throat> I don't remember having any issues with playing that girl's boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I gauge. Wait, was I feeling <laughs> abused that day, or <laughs> did I get into a really annoying argument that night? No. no so we were probably broken up. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, got so, it. So, you know, I started YouTube like 2006, right? I feel like I was with her from like 2006 to like 2010. And she was in a handful of my kind of like, not viral, but very, well, kind of viral-ish videos. Like a couple like sketches that did really well. Um, I did a, a skit called uh, How Not to Kiss, where it's like it was quick bits of like just me like doing really like. Back you know, kisses. Yeah, back kisses, eyes wide open, too much tongue, that type of shit. And um, she was also the girl in my first Asian boy video. And um, so I felt like for the people that had fucked with me for, since the beginning, it would be like such a trip, right? Like, yo, what oh, the fuck? It's like who? It's been a long time. Yeah, almost like, bro, like you're watching a fucking show and a character from season one comes back and you thought they were dead. It's like, oh, I thought they, they drove over a bridge. But the whole time they got rescued and have been living in, in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. They do one of these characters. <laughs> and then it's like dun, 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 dramatic music <laughs> season ends right you thought the car crash killed me the terrific car crash <laughs> the amazing <laughs> the amazing car crash but no I'm back bitch and so for one I thought it would be great for the viewers to catch up with her and for two I was just kind of curious like yo what the fuck you been up to you know um, and also like you know out of like no chaser and you you probably feel the same way like all we do now is kind of like talk for a living, right? We yeah. talk about our experiences, our past experiences, shit we've gone through, and it kind of becomes kind of therapeutic, right? And for me, because No Chaser was very relationship, sex topic heavy in the first like year or so, um, I did a lot of analyzing my old relationships, right? And I kind of learned through those conversations that like, oh, you know what? I think I might have kind of fucking like gaslit my ex where back in the day, gaslighting wasn't even a term, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think back on like, oh, you know what? Yeah, she caught me messaging girls on MySpace and then to fucking defend myself, I call her jealous and crazy, right? Mm. But like looking back now as a grown ass man, I'm like, oh, I was the reason she was jealous mm. and I was just calling her crazy to like deflect, right? Mm. And a part of me was like, I feel bad about that. <laughs> this one gets caught and shit. <laughs> Just like literally sees like a sex tape. So you fuck that girl. You're crazy. You're crazy. Like, you see my dick in this woman. You did this. You put my dick in this woman. <laughs> Take responsibility 
for my actions. If you wouldn't have asked me all those dumbass questions, this penis would not be inside this woman right now. <laughs> Babe, what do you want to eat? I don't know. Anything. Pizza? No, not that. My zipper goes down a little bit more. <laughs> Why can't you just pick a place? Why can't you just... <laughs> you drove me to this but yeah man you drove me in that yeah you fucking did this and uh i you know i felt a little bad about it and i was like i would love to have a conversation i'm big on closure a lot of people don't need closure but i like having closure right uh, and, I, clo um, I closure fast yeah you know i I, I do too, but also like I, I, I like having just a nice little button on shit, right? So I thought it'd be interesting to have her on, have a conversation. And, um, you know, of course, she was a little nervous. She doesn't do shit like that. Of course. Podcasting is fucking hard. It is hard. And I told her from the jump, I'm like, yo, uh, I'm not going to try and fucking trick you into anything. I'm not trying to go for no clickbait. I'm not trying to. Uh, if you feel uncomfortable with anything, let me know. I'll cut it out. I'll delete all mean comments. You know what I'm saying? And I just kind of wanted to chop it up. And um, it was cool. It was a cool conversation, you know? Was, nice. was it was it very therapeutic for you and her? I think so. I think um, it was it was nice for me to kind of get off my chest and be like, yo, um, I you know, I do feel sorry about about gaslighting you. Um, I'm a grown man now, you know, you're grown. Um and here's what's funny, though, like, without getting too much into it, because I want you to watch the fucking episode. Um, one of the main reasons I also wanted to have her on is because when I was kind of debating the idea of this and talking to Chia about it, she was like, yeah, I think it'd be good. I was on her, I was on my ex's Instagram, and it was a whole shit in her highlights about how she struggled for years to find out what was wrong with her. Finds out she's bipolar. Um, that you pushed her into. <laughs> I forced her into a very hardcore depression. And what, a, what, a, what a terrible thing. It's like, she's bipolar and you gaslit her. <laughs> oh, my God. You're going to hell, bro. I'm not the reason for everything. Yeah. Well, guess what? She gave me ADHD. How about that? Tip <laughs> <laughs> so for tat. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Uh. <laughs> Fun fact. ADHD and bipolar disorder are sometimes um, misdiagnosed because some of the symptoms overlap. Really? Well, guess what? We're both bipolar now. And guess what? I'm having a manic episode! <laughs> you never do. You're no. always so calm and collected. It's a facade to cover up how fucking depressed and manic I am, dog. Wow, I wasn't paying attention to anything you're saying because I have ADHD. <laughs> Excuses. I know. This man just took a shit on the floor uh, <laughs> and didn't flush it. Um, but yeah, she went through some shit. And um, so she kind of wanted to tell that story as well. And um, that's actually very uh, I commend her. Yeah, because it's very easy for people who have those type of, you know, mental issues or problems that they have to mm. get to a place where they could recognize it and then want to fix it. Mm. Because the easiest thing to do is to deflect. Right. Mm. And be like, no, that's not me. That's everybody else, mm -hmm. bro. And I like those type of people in my life who I've seen that way. I cut them all the fuck out, mm -hmm. especially like in pandemic. I think all those people who had those tendencies, it got worse and it got to the point where we couldn't handle anymore. So I'm just like, all right, you're fucking nuts. If you haven't done anything wrong in your life, then go fuck yourself. <laughs> go fucking die in that fucking corner and then rot away, you stupid, stupid bitches. Isn't it crazy how pandemic really highlighted people's problems that they didn't know they had, like, in terms of mental problems? Bro, man, like, 
we had this one problem with the person who like, basically, like everybody has like a certain responsibility when things happen, right? Mm. And then people can own up to certain things. But when somebody says within a conversation, I have done nothing wrong, mm. absolutely nothing wrong. Oh, this conversation is done and you're a psychopath. Mm -hmm. Like we're, we're done here. Mm -hmm. And even when it's like a group of people that say like, okay, like this is what we're addressing. And I feel like you did this wrong. They go, what are you talking about? All of you are wrong. I've done nothing. It's like, okay, so eight people are wrong and you're the only one that's right. Why wouldn't you at least, even if you didn't believe it, make up some shit to make people feel better? Because they're crazy. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. But the thing is, it's like the proof is always in the pudding, right? Mm -hmm. Because even if I'm not connected to these people. Yeah. <laughs> like we're not connected to these people you could always see after time goes by you know when people like update you on other people's shit they're like oh they're still doing like shit mm. it's like okay then that makes sense so now because you start to feel like maybe i did something maybe i was maybe i really was wrong you feel gaslit yeah you feel gaslit <laughs> but then the proof is always in the pudding because as time goes by it's like oh this person lost all their friends Nobody talks about that. Mm -hmm. And it gets to the point where people come back to you. They're like, honestly, I thought you were wrong. And then I'm not their friend anymore. You I'm recognize like, the common denominator after yeah. all the bullshit. You're like, oh, it's this fool. Mm -hmm. And look, nobody's perfect. Poe body's nerfed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Poe body's nerfed at ball. <laughs> all right. Uh, <clears throat> so if, if, I think you've had too many martinis, dude. <laughs> oh, dude, dude, Bobby Eel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, but we'll take a break. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wasn't that sandwich great? It was. I'm probably going to get a sandwich from here again. That hoagie is fucking fire. This is like so good. It's delicious. I have to go eat barbecue tonight, but um, yep. What are you going to Japan for? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Like, that? <laughs> so I'm curious, man. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to Japan for? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, honeymoon. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe you are bipolar. <laughs> so, Mariel and I have never been to Japan together where it wasn't like a business thing. Mm. So, every time we went to Japan, we had all these other agendas. Doing that matcha bullshit. <laughs> yeah, you know, my matcha brand. <laughs> uh, if you guys love matcha, check out junbimatcha.com, J-U-N-B-I matcha.com. Some of the best matcha ever. I think we are currently the biggest like matcha franchise in the United States. It's that pure matcha. That shit tastes like freshly mowed grass. And if you love freshly mowed grass, you'll Stop. love it. Stop talking. <laughs> hey, can I tell you something? I really appreciate Kev on stage. Uh -huh. Because he, when he went to Hawaii, he went to my matcha place. And he... Openly says how much he hates matcha, <laughs> but he went to support anyways. Oh, did he? Yeah. And did he have some? No, he got the other drinks, <laughs> <laughs> but he went to the spot anyways. Mm. That's a fucking good dude, man. Kevin on stage is so fucking supportive. 
literally. Um, I'll always see him rocking random goodie shit. Never ask for hookups. We'll always buy it. Doesn't even tell me, yo, I'm about to buy this shirt. He'll just have it on in videos. And I'll have no idea that he bought it. And he's always buying, always supporting because he fucks with the brand, you know? I got to send him some shit, but he's so big. Like, uh, we don't have anything his fucking size. Wow, like, you're fat shaming him? No, he's like six foot four. He's huge. <laughs> he's not that tall. No, he's way taller than me, though. Yeah, I remember one time <clears throat> specifically um, when Veda was a few months old, Kev on stage came over. because He was like, I need to hold that baby. And he came over and I vlogged him holding Veda in like one arm and thinking like, Wow, my arms are really small compared to his. Yeah. Because like he look, Beta looks extra tiny in his in his manly arm, and I was like, wow, I need to like. Kev just looks super strong for no fucking reason either. Yeah, but he's not. <laughs> he's not. You <laughs> <laughs> look strong as shit, to be honest with you. I feel like if Kev got angry and he shoved you in the chest, like his spine would snap in half. But he's such a kind, amazing dude, super fucking funny, nonstop creating content, always bringing the people around him up. The guy is like an example of what you should be as somebody in social media. And I just wish I could be more like him. But I think that's why shit. people love him so much. Yeah, man. You know, people will fuck with Kev and like Kev will tell me too. Like, um, and it's so crazy because I talk about this with Chia, right, where Kev got popping. After he already kind of lived an adult life, right? He has, yeah. At this point, he has two teenage kids. He's been married for so long to his high school sweetheart. Amazing. And like, but now he's like driving the Maserati, going to events and shit, right? Like, and it's like, it's almost crazy to think that you could have these two lifetimes that are... You have to live two fucking lives. Yeah, <clears throat> and it's, it's a trip because... You know, I almost kind of see him doing what I did in reverse. You feel me? Where the YouTube shit was popping. And when, like, when I started, when I got going, I, I was driving the fucking Maserati for a bit just to flex. And now I'm, like, married with the babies. I'm at home mostly, He's right? The other way. But he was the other way. He struggled doing his thing. He will tell me, he you know, he used to watch my videos every day when he was, like, working at fucking, like, Boeing. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Watching my videos and now, like... And then he started making YouTube videos, and now he's like, you know, he's kept on stage doing his shit. Um, I've never, like, <clears throat> like, I love watching people succeed, but him specifically, mm -hmm. I want him to be the best, because I feel like he is one of the better representations of what I want people to be on this platform. Mm. So the more he succeeds, he puts out, like, an energy that I want everybody to absorb. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I... Hope he continues to get more awards, that he continues to win. He's in more movies, more TV. You know what I'm saying? He's like our YouTube Will Smith before the slap. And he met Will Smith. That's right. Before me, goddammit. <laughs> wow. I, you know, I love everything about that guy. Kev is great. Cheers, cheers to Kev on stage. Let's take a shot. Let's <laughs> let's do it! Let's fucking do it to Kev on stage! <laughs> and um wait, I have a little cup, I have a little cup for you. Oh, you wanna take a shot of Bailey's? Oh okay. wait, I ran out of coffee. Oh, I have more if you want it. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little more coffee here. Okay. I think that's why I'm screaming so much. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, um, uh, yeah. To pivot, but also stay the same to what we were talking about, I will watch vlogs of my life 10 years ago, and it almost seems like I'm watching a TV show because it's so long ago and it's so completely different than what my life is now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like... I watch vlogs, like, you know, and I started vlogging, like, I don't know, 12 years ago. Um, I think I started making YouTube content 15, 16 years ago and vlogging, like, 12 years ago. So I'll watch content of me, vlogs, where I'm going to Cal State Long Beach, yo, trying to get my degree. I'm with my ex. I'm fucking working at California Pizza Kitchen. 
before I was really making money on YouTube, right? And then you kind of see like this story arc where the shit starts to pick up. And now I'm like, I'm single. I'm on tour. I'm in, I'm in bed with a couple of randoms, you know, I'm shit like that. And then fast forward to now and it's so completely different than that life. And it feels like, yo, this is like, a, a, it doesn't even look, it doesn't even feel like that's me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the trippy thing is like my mom will say this and it's very true where she's like, you know, you're you're at that age in your life now where everything starts going faster. Mm. Mm. Your kid is in diapers. Mm. Then your kid is talking. Now she looks like an adult. Mm. Next thing you know, they're in school. Then they're in college. And then you're back home. It's just you and your wife. Like these things happen so fast in our age. But when we're younger, we feel like time isn't moving fast enough. And mm. now we're just trying to tell time to fucking stop. Like slow the fuck down. Like I'm mm. not I'm not ready yet, you mm. know? And that's the thing that trips me out too because <laughs> – I know this is not the same. I don't have kids, but I'd be growing these tomatoes. <laughs> All right. And I was like, I remember when I when I planted these seeds in February and I got these full ass tomatoes growing. But it, just in that weird thought of like February, how many months have passed? <laughs> you know, and mm. I spent all this time on these fucking tomatoes. Mm -hmm. It just time is going by a lot faster than I remember. Even this year, bro, the year's halfway over. It's fucking June. I know, man. I've I've had this thought too, where like I you know, I'm always thinking about this every time a year passes where it's like, okay, what what else do I want to do that I haven't done? Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to find my motivating factor right now. Life's pretty good, you know, and I don't know what that next – I, I want to struggle a little bit. Like that struggle was like that feeling of – you know what I mean? It kind of gets you Uncertainty that keeps you grinding and hustling. Yes! Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let me tell you. Have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> because for the first time ever, I'm like – I got to make more videos. <laughs> like, because here's the struggle too, dog. You want to know what's a fucking trip, dog? Um, Veda's probably going to start preschool. That's crazy. Early 2024. That's crazy. And, you know, we don't want to put her in no basic, basic ass preschool. So we found one that's lit. Um, it's actually so dope, but it's private, of course. And um, so like 30,000 years. Well, shit. let me tell you, dog, when I was going to private school, the shit was probably like, I don't know, 300 a month, right? And I remember feeling like, oh, man, I feel bad for my parents. They're struggling, right? Um, times have changed <laughs> because it is not no $300 a month anymore, right? And I'm looking like, but the school's great because, um, you know, without, without saying too much about the actual school, like, they really put, a, you know, it's not a whole lot of kids in the class, but they put a real emphasis on not just regurgitating facts like it's very big emphasis on like art and music and all types of shit i'm like this is great right but i'm looking like damn if we're gonna put veda in this and then also q q and then chia still and then z might, and, and then z y. and, and david so <laughs> david soisha david soisha it's like shit man um only veda dude the rest of the kids have to figure it out you know what I'm down for that plan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down for that plan. A lot of people, what they do is because, you know, private schools have their, I only know this because, uh, you know, a lot of my friends are, are, are teachers because I wanted to be a teacher too. So I still have my friends who became teachers. Mm. It's like private schools have their ups and downs, right? Like sometimes with private schools, they tend to be, they have really great curriculum, mm. right? But, they're, but they're very rigid. So for example, um, if your kid doesn't adhere to X certain amount of rules, they make no accommodations. Everybody wants your kid's spot. They'll kick you out like that. Really? Yeah. So 
let's say like Veda has a tantrum or some shit, right? And they're like, listen, like this is Veda's warning. You know, she's not, and they try to like, instead of like trying to figure out how they can keep her in the system, they're like, hey, look, she may be not be cut out for this. Really? Which versus other people who, what they do is they try to find like a neighborhood to live in that has really good public education set there. So they have teachers who are, you know, it's just a little bit better. So mm -hmm. there's like an up and down to which I never really thought about because mm -hmm. I thought private school was like, oh, this is this is shit. Mm. So it's like one of those things. And I mean, look, to be fair, um, although I, I really do value the uh, foundation that the private school I went to gave me as a kid. Shout out to Gardena Valley Christian School. Um, I also really love that I went to a public high school, you know, because I felt like I learned a lot there as well. And I met my best friends there, Rick, PD Flow, Eric. Um, and that's where I really feel like I got exposed to a lot of shit that I'd never been exposed to before. Um, and, and I value all of the experiences, right? So I think after, after we kind of have Veda in some private shit, I do want to put her in some public shit mm -hmm. as well. Um, just cause you know, uh, you gotta, you gotta get a taste of that real world, you know, and that real, that real life. I wonder how Vader's going to be. You think she? What if she becomes like a spoiled little brat? Um. Well, how would you deal with that? L let me tell you something that's been on my mind recently. Okay. I almost wouldn't mind that she's a spoiled brat if she doesn't become a girl that goes to nice restaurants and only orders chicken fingers. <laughs> okay <laughs> because lately and they'll say this is normal of a two-year-old that they get very picky with their food all right but like so right now veda's kind of only on a mac and cheese chicken and rice chicken and noodles diet because it's all she wants to eat right Sounds pretty kiddish though. Yeah, yeah but i be looking like every time she turns down something when i try to feed her a little salmon or something like that she's, i'm like you better not be one of these chicken finger bitches. I hate the chicken finger bitches, man. We'll go to a nice-ass restaurant, order some fucking chicken fingers and some fries, and that's it. I'm like, God. See, I, I think, like, one of the things that parents were— I don't know if this was a good thing. I don't know what the science is behind this. But, you know, with, like, Korean or, like, old-school Asian parents, you know, it's like, this is the food. Yeah. You either eat this shit or you fucking die. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I can't— <laughs> I don't know how to do that. I don't think I'd be able to do it either. Yeah, I just, I don't know how. And I watch your homegirl, Anna, and her kid. Well, she different. That kid eat everything. I know. I get so jealous. That kid eats everything. Because that though. little baby is probably like the same age as Veda within like a month or two. But she be going in on like steak and like all types of shit. I'm like, I be looking like Veda. Dude, mid-rare steak. She, her favorite <laughs> thing right now is salmon roll, bro. She, what? She loves salmon roll, dog. <sighs> like we put salmon roll down. Before to hit the table, she went. Ah! <laughs> she went after that shit, dog. Ah, man. I'm so jealous, but I also have to keep myself in check. I got to remind myself, like, when I was a little kid, I hated tomatoes. I hated also, onions. Dude, every, you know, what kids, what people have, what they're good at here, they lack it. Like, first of all, like, Veda's talking mm -hmm. and reading and writing is very advanced for her age. Is right? She? I yeah. think that she's, like, in the 98th percentile. Because mm. uh, <clears throat> most kids, like, around her age that I've seen have, you know, they could talk and stuff. But that motherfucker would be saying sentences, which is yeah. which is kind of like, oh, shit. She, her speaking is a lot more advanced than other kids. Yeah. So, you know, give and take. She don't like salmon roll. Guess what? She could talk. I guess. You know? Fine. <laughs> take away her speech. Give her salmon roll now. <laughs> Daddy Twuffle. 
she she uses her speech just to be like, can I modify this order? <laughs> I'm like, God, you're one of those. <laughs> I asked for midwear. <laughs> no, she's just like, fries only, please. <laughs> like, ew, don't be a fries only girl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, man. So that's like, I, I, I definitely don't want Beta to become a spoiled little girl. Um, as much as it like kind of hurts me to say this. So here's the thing, right? I, with the new baby, with Q, I hate having to tell Veda that I can't pick her up because I'm holding Q or that I can't go play at this very moment because I got to change Q's diaper or some shit like that. Um, and, and also, side note, uh, I, we spoke to a professional who was like, one thing that you need to do to not build resentment in your older child is don't blame shit on the younger one. Don't be like, oh, we can't go play because we got to feed the baby. Yeah, Tim. <laughs> I don't do that. Okay. So they say just to be like, oh, just just wait, wait a little bit. I'm the younger one. <laughs> I know. And I think about that shit too, something you said. But look, so as much as it pains me to, to, to tell Veda I can't pick you up just yet, I think it's good for her to hear no, because if I didn't have Q, I would be saying yes to Veda all day, every day. Well, it teaches her patience and it shit. It teaches huh? her patience and and the fact that she's not going to get everything she wants at this very moment, right? Damn, you just blew my fucking mind right now. <laughs> like that, you know, I think about sometimes where, <clears throat> you know, how do we teach these kids patience, blah, 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 right? Well, the second child teaches the parent and the child. Yeah. It teaches the parent to, to learn how to say no to the kid. And yes. it also teaches the kid that they have to wait. Yeah. Fucking blew my fucking mind right now, dog. <laughs> they just, it kind of like self autocorrects itself. So the second kid, it isn't just for the other kid to have a partner. It's also for the parent to learn how to prioritize things. But or else, wow. Or else wow. I would be, or else look, I would do everything that Veda asked of me. Literally everything on demand. Oh, you know I get what I'm scared to see Veda because I can't say no to that child. <laughs> oh, you, you, look, Uncle David can do whatever Veda wants, all right? And, and that's, and another thing you told me too, when you were like, when you were telling me that, you know, your older brother, there's like a million pictures of him and there's barely any pictures of you. I was on my phone one day, I was like, let me take some more pictures of Q. Because <laughs> I barely have pictures of this too. That's the same for me. I'm the youngest and my sister's baby album is filled to the brim and mine has like 30 empty pages. <laughs> oh, you just have empty pages? Six books this thick for my brother? One album this big for me. I, Mariel went home and we, I was like, hey, let me show you the kids pick. My dad took a bunch of photos yeah. and then we just went through like five or six of them. It was all my brother. She goes, where's yours? I'm like, that's a good fucking question. And my mom was like, I got yours. This motherfucking book was this thin. <laughs> it's, one, it's a one page collage. <laughs> and they're all blurry. <laughs> it's just, it's you in the background that they cut out and, <laughs> and made one page out of. This is a picture of my mom beating my ass. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man. So I'm trying to like, you know, although like fucking, yes, it hurts me to have to um, tell Veda no and like take the spotlight off her. I also have to remind myself like, hey, man, look, I love me some Q as well. You know what I'm saying? Mind you, he's not making a very good first impression on me right now. 
<laughs> but he's getting he's getting cooler as the days go by. <laughs> yeah, I think I kind of like you. Yeah, yeah you know, kind of cool. I get yeah, it. Yeah. You're, you're growing on me, son. You're growing yeah. on me. <laughs> you just gotta wait until they're a little older, and he could just do a little things himself. Yeah, no, nah, he's he's look. Uh, for the first month, he only cried. Now, for the second month, he's actually making other noises. Uh, it's adorable. He's sleeping a little more, which no, is great. I still haven't seen him. Oh, you haven't? Pull up, man, whenever you want, dog. I know. After the trip, I got to make some time. I'm going to come over. I'm going to bring some food, mm-hmm. do all of the shit, hang out with the kids because I got to see Q. I haven't seen Q yet, and I feel so bad. Oh, dude, and you will love Veda right now. She's so receptive. So- <laughs> Look at this motherfucker. I, said, Chase is like- <laughs> I haven't seen Q. It's just like you don't love Veda. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Q's not going to remember this meeting at all. <laughs> But, but Veda, Veda right now is peak adorable Veda, right? Because she, like, is so playful, so funny, so smart. She will, like, she will just be so fun, dog. You're going to love it. I just, uh, oh, I haven't seen Q yet. Yeah, fuck that. All right, let me tell you something about Veda. Q. I'm so, I'm sorry when you listen to this in the future. Oh shit. I love you, bro. I love you. Oh, thank you. Oh, fuck. All right, y'all. Thank you for watching. <laughs> watching and listening. Another episode of No Ch- Uh, Fuck, what is this? Dudes Behind the Foods. <laughs> hey, man, uh, have fun in Korea. Fly safe. Be safe out there. Uh, I hope I hope your yeah, I hope your spirit flight makes it there. I didn't know spirit flies to Japan. That's oh my crazy. God. I would never do. <laughs> uh, all right, y'all. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe. Uh, love you. Bye. 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 Yo, it's the dudes behind the food. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.